0: In this English lesson, I wanted to help you learn the English term high point. When you talk about something you've done and you mention the high point, you're talking about the best thing that happened while you were doing it. Let's say you went on a trip to France. You could say the high point of my trip was that I got to see the Eiffel Tower. Let's say you're talking about your career, you're talking about your job. You could say, you know, the high point in my career so far was when I got that promotion five or six years ago. So when you talk about the high point of something, you're talking about the best thing that happened while you were doing it. One of the high points that Jen had while flower farming was that she got to be in the local newspaper. They came and took a picture of her and they wrote an article and that was certainly one of the high points of her time as a flower farmer. Now, the other phrase I wanna teach you today is the opposite, and it's low point. And I think you can probably guess what this means. The low point would then be the worst thing that ever happened to you, or one of the worst things that happened to you. So if you were talking again about your job, you could say, the low point in my career was when I got fired, or the low point of the trip was when Joe fell getting off the bus and twisted his ankle. So, uh, low point is then, the not nice thing that happened in an event or an experience that you had. So to review, when you talk about the high point of an experience, it's the best thing that happened during that experience. And when you talk about the low point of that experience, you're talking about the worst thing that happened during that experience. High points are definitely better than low points. But hey, let's look at a comment from a previous video. Let me see if I can dig it out here. This comment is from Janeth. Hi, Bob, sir. How do you pronounce gauge? And my response, I'll mention it in the next video. So I just did. I have to kind of gauge how much time I have left here. Oh, I have two minutes left, so that's good. But yes, that's how I pronounce the word gauge. I think that's the only pronunciation. I know there's a couple of different spellings. I think you can spell it without a U as well, but I spell it the way you just saw it on the screen in Janetha's comments. So thanks for that comment. That's how I would spell or say the word gauge. (laughs) And that's how I would spell it as well. And I did give you an example sentence. Every once in a while, I look at the time on my camera because I want to gauge how much time I have left. I wanna kinda get a sense of how much time I have left. So I don't have a lot to talk about for the last minute of this video. That's not true. (laughs) I always have lots to talk about. It is January, and what that means for me at work is that things are winding down for this semester. I think some of you know this, but maybe not all of you, in Canada, sorry, in my part of Ontario, I should say, we have a semester system in our high schools. That means that we teach for about four and a half months, Uh, almost five months, and then the semester is over. Students take four classes a day, and then when the semester's over, uh, they write exams at the end, and then they start the next semester and they take four more classes. So for me, I have about eight days left as of today. Uh, In eight days, regular classes are finished, and then we have a week of exams. And here's a little secret. Teachers love the end of the semester, but students find it very, very stressful. The reason that is is because teachers are almost done all of their work. Um, I have to make an exam for them to write, that's done, ready to go, it's photocopied, but students have to do all the studying. So my job gets a little easier and their job gets a little harder. Anyways, thanks for watching. I'll see you in a few days with another short English lesson. Bye.